Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. another episode of Nicole's Grace Nanny. I am so excited for this episode, which is all about teens, teenage patients. And it's honestly just about so much more than that. I mean, it is mostly about teens, but it's about kind of what makes a teen a teen, the different, we, we honestly get through so many clips. It's incredible. Um, our guest is Ariel Gitlin, who is such a funny, uh, cool comic who, uh, recently kind of started watching I mean she had seen Grey's Anatomy before but she just recently is in the process started <sighs> you're gonna kind of learn this episode that like this tonight I'm like my brain isn't totally working and that's also fine we're this is a forgiving our house is a home etc so sorry about that sentence but the point is that she recently started watching <laughs> Grey's all the way through and uh in earnest just like no no gaps and uh, everything that she has to say about it is super fun. And I'm so happy that she did this. Uh, as always, you can tweet me at N Silverberg, uh, especially because if you're listening to this on Monday, this Thursday is the season 16 premiere of Grey's Anatomy. Ever heard of it? Okay. I have to actually genuinely like be put to bed um, right now. So <laughs> goodbye. Listen to this episode. I hope you like it. And welcome to another episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. I'm so excited because today we have, you know, some, something that's really beautiful about this podcast is that there are people who I know and people who I really like. And then I find out through doing this podcast that they're Grey's fans. And I'm like, I knew I liked you. <laughs> and that was the situation today. I'm so excited. It, she's a comic around town. She's so smart. She's so funny. It's Ariel Gitlin. Woo! Uh, thank you so much for coming to talk about grace thank you for having me and to hear that you liked me is like <laughs> yeah actually huge. i mean can you even believe that that you someone who i always am very happy to see it's always been genuine well um 
So basic question. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before we actually yes. started recording, but I'm very curious to know about your Grey's journey. Grey's journey. Okay. I think it's been complicated and I have left the show at point. Okay. That's okay. Anything's okay. Okay. So I have a memory from high school <laughs> <laughs> is how I'll start this. I have a memory from high school of like two girls from my class, like probably sophomore, junior year, uh-huh. which would be like two thousand. Whatever. I'm not going to age myself. No, let's find out. Let's find <laughs> <Just> out. <laughs> <laughs> um, of like two girls over my house and like we were very excited to watch Grey's Anatomy okay. live. So I guess I was watching it. Was it on the same night as Ugly Betty? Is that possible? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so I remember I always watched Ugly Betty and I think I would watch Grey's Anatomy. But someone can tell me if I'm wrong. That's okay. Honestly, and and they'll tell me and they'll tell you and they'll honestly tell and me. I'll be fine <laughs> and it'll be and it'll be fine at Nicole if I'm wrong about anything yeah 100% uh, yeah. <laughs> so I I think I was watching a little bit of it live like definitely like a Thursday night kind of ordeal in my house and mm-hmm. I remember the girls thought my mom looked like Ellen Pompeo and I told my mom and she was excited yeah she's gorgeous. oh my god yeah that would be huge and I was like that's cool they think my mom looks like Ellen Pompeo maybe that will like be social success yeah um, but then I think I left the show at some point and then in college I have another memory of having a breakup and like sitting in bed with like frosting from the convenience store Absolutely. on campus. Absolutely. Like yes. the campus convenience store that had like three things and it was open until like 11 p.m. Yeah. And they were like all night convenience. <laughs> um, but then I remember like going back and like starting grays at like streaming on my laptop on my dorm bed like at, at like... I vividly remember it being like Callie was there. Okay. And I remember thinking it was really cool because I loved spam a lot. Yeah. And I so like, did the people at ABC. So did the, and they said you can have any role you want, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I read. I, was that nuts? No, we read the same thing, sh- surely. Because I remember being like, that's Sada Ramirez. Like yeah. she, they told her she could have any role she wanted. And she was like, put me on Grey's Anatomy. And they were like, we need a love interest for George. And, and that, that's sure. how that happened. <laughs> Why not? And then they were like, maybe not. Maybe not actually, but you stay. Yeah. And I don't know. And then at some point I stopped watching and last fall I came back to it. And I think I started at like season two. Oh, this is another fun thing is (laughs) on my when I was 15, I went to summer camp, Jewish summer camp. And we went on a trip to Montreal and on the bus we watched all of season one, like somehow. Wow. So we watched a bunch of that. That's just another memory because then all summer we quoted like, you gave me syphilis. Yeah. Because that's fun. Yeah. I like it when they call it the sif. The sif. <laughs> that's like a genuine thing that I really like. That's fun. We definitely, I think, you know, I'm going to call that destigmatizing ultimately. Syphilis? Yeah. To, to call it the sif. It's like, you know, anyone can get it. It's not a huge deal. It's like a cute nickname that yeah. makes it more approachable. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. It's just the sif. Simply the sif. Yeah, like saying, what's up, doc, instead yeah. of, like, doctor. Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't, I literally couldn't think of another example of a nope, nickname. that's actually, it's the same. Okay. Uh, okay, so you, when you, so when you restarted last fall, you started from two? Yeah, I don't know why, but I'm just being honest. I started from two because I felt like I remembered season one too well for it to be exciting. Yeah, sure. Which is, at this point, like, maybe true, I don't mm-hmm. remember, but I started at two, and then I have been watching steadily. Over the past year with some breaks for new releases. Yes, of course. Because um, I'm very obsessive. Like, I watch one show at a time. Um, and 
Now I'm on season 13. Wow, congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been a really big year. <laughs> so um, what have been your your favorite like parts of it in this in this kind of okay. I mean it's not technically in a lot of ways it's not technically a rewatch just since you're like really watching it yes. chronologically. I realized in the re- in the chronological watching in the past year, starting from two, that I remembered up until about season five. Yeah. Or six. Like I remember getting to some of those new new kids. Yeah. And I don't so I don't remember exactly when I watched those, but I definitely got to like six. And so those those middle seasons were like so juicy and good yeah. for me. Like I talk about the shooting episode too much. Like That's that fun. it was like a I love the big juicy two parts. Yeah. <laughs> so I sexy. I know. They they have a couple of them per season at least for like the first several seasons and they're always they're always amazing I I'm hooked like I truly I I I think it's so good yeah it's such a good show (laughs) I literally think it's so good like I cry at like every other episode yeah I think I like the patient cases as much as I like any in like doctor any doctor drama um have you are you still enjoying it in season 13 or are you feeling like it's a little bit of more of a slog I am I'll tell you where I dropped off if maybe that's interesting yeah, it is definitely interesting but I I was I dropped off a few times like I think after the plane crash okay. in season eight I took a long break probably like watched dead to me or something and I just was like, I can't believe that. I got kind of like pulled out of the world of it and was yeah. like, this is kind of crazy what's happening. Sure, yeah. And then again, I think like post-Christina leaving, yeah. I just couldn't imagine getting, falling in love with characters again. <laughs> um, and now I'm deep back into it. But fave parts, like, I I don't know. Obviously, Christina Yang is the best. Yeah television character of all time yeah um not so much a fan of Derek death and all sorts of things that happened around season 11 yeah that was a little tough for me when Meredith like went away and got pregnant and had I that was a that was tougher to get through I totally agree Mm -hmm. I just prefer episodes where it's like I like a smooth arc. I'm not a... T- some of the episodes where there's like crazy time jumps, those are not the ones that... Yeah, like some of the holiday episodes like cycle through all of the holidays. It's I'm tough. Like, Come on, guys. Yeah, I was just listening... Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, one episode? What's happening? Slow it down. I was listening to one episode of this very podcast where you're talking about <gasps> the episode where she gets beat up, which was absolutely terrible. That was... I stopped watching for a year after that. I mean, I didn't even finish the episode. Like, it happened... Like, it's it started to happen and I was like, um no. <laughs> I'm I gonna think, actually say I no. I think I'm gonna say no. It's just especially because it's like right after she gets back from the Derek death and stuff like that. And I was like, hasn't she been through enough? It feels it feels pain like obviously painful, but like yeah. also in a way that's like, okay, we didn't need this actually. Right. Like I would have been so happy just to watch an episode where she like is just dealing with a family case and like <laughs> I so I never watched those episodes I just because I that was what was I was like I don't want to see Meredith get assaulted I don't 
I'm not interested in that. It was so bad. You have to watch the whole thing, too. Yeah, it looks really bad. And so I read, like, a very detailed wiki synopsis. Yeah. And just, like, picked back up. You know, a year later, I was like, okay, I'll just read through the episode synopsis. And then when I was preparing for my episode with Pat Regan and really, like, looking into a lot of Amelia stuff, I realized that, like, a lot of Amelia Meredith um, her whole plot line like there's yeah. so much amazing stuff in that I had no idea and I watched a bunch of those scenes and it, it's not like I hadn't it didn't it's not like my viewing experience felt incomplete without having seen it but mm-hmm. I ended up being glad that I saw that stuff I still don't know if I'll ever like seek out specifically watching Meredith get assaulted but I think it would be crazy if you were like let me put on cozy clothes like light a candle <laughs> right so watch my favorite show but one of the worst episodes (laughs) I I thought like they were kind of going through for an interesting thing with that if it were kind of like the because they did a musical episode I thought maybe this would be like the Buffy episode like what is it called or something or like don't speak I don't know there's a silent episode of Buffy where they like can't hear I don't know I don't remember I don't I'm just listening (laughs) my my brain remembers things for like one second absolutely um so I don't exactly remember what happened but I think that it was it was a fully silent episode you thought it was just you thought that it was like setting them up to do like something kind of creative yes like a fully silent episode like I thought that actually that would be very cool but instead like parts of it were silent and parts of it were just like the ringing in her ears like yeah I would be interested in the gimmick of a silent episode yeah I if they were to commit I would be really Cool. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. Should cool. we let's pitch it to them? Okay, Krista. <laughs> Krista, are you listening? Um, Definitely. Yeah. Who's Krista? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think Krista, now that she's showing two shows, is extremely, extremely busy. Yeah. Because she's I also now imagine. running Station Nineteen. Oh, that's a fire. Which that's the fire. That's one. the fire one. That and they're gonna put out some fires. <laughs> Speaking of which, as uh, as you are listening to this right now, if you're listening on the day that it came out, this the new season of Grey's Anatomy prepares this Thursday, the 26th. Oh, my God. Are you going to watch tomorrow? Um, on Thursday, I am 100% going to watch. I uh, Sam Reese, who does the theme song for this L- show. Literally, is, I text her all about yeah. Grace. She's, yeah, so she watched... She watched within the past year, just having never seen it, watched it beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Rachel Winitsky watched from the beginning to end, having never seen it. Uh, Sam's birthday w- was very recently, and Rachel got her a, a, a Graceland Memorial Hospital t-shirt. It's and then perfect. before she even gave it to Sam, Rachel was like, the shirt came in the mail, and I love it so much, I got them for us as well. <laughs> So I think the three of us are going to wear our shirts and watch the show on Thursday. Did Sam get caught up? Yeah. I'm like so invested. She's all caught in, up. That's amazing. Rachel's all caught up. And both of them actually said that 13, which is where you're in right now, is like definitely one of the worst seasons. I have to agree. That's inspiring to hear from other women that they've been through <laughs> it and that yeah, I could get through it too. This is absolutely feminism. And it's actually the only meaning of feminism. This is actually <laughs> feminism. Sometimes I just text Sam so much that I eventually say, hey, stop reading these. Because then they're just like a whole, <laughs> like a whole long thread of text. I about mean, Grace. I do something worse, which is like when people say, tell me that they're watching Grace for mm-hmm. the first time, I like keep texting them being like, so what's happening now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on now? What What are you thinking? What, what's happening now? What's uh, What's 
What's going on? Yeah, where are my friends up to? Um, yeah, yeah, what yeah. part are you at? I haven't talked to them in a while, but <laughs> if you talk to them, like, I don't know, like, tell me what they're up to. Yeah, I mean, like, if you feel like they would be okay with me knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't have to tell them that <laughs> I asked. Um, I can't believe how much ground we're going to cover with all these clips because I was so happy when you pitched this idea to mm-hmm. just to just talk about teens. I uh, Nicole, I love teens. Oh my gosh. I mean, they scare me. Yeah. I'm worried for them. Mm-hmm. They're inspiring. Some of them are very sick. And the thing about <laughs> the sick teens is they go to a hospital with doctors who used to be teens. Yes. And then and those doctors all remember what it was like. They remember what it was like to some of those memories. Yeah, I it's so funny because I was like Really, I really was evaluating my criteria of like what makes a patient a teen. Yes. Like not just, you know, from the textbook, you know, Merriam-Webster describes teen as. It was really mm-hmm. just like what what is the essence of a teen case? Because, you know, it's not just it's not necessarily someone who has peds right. surgeon, even though technically anyone who's under 18. And but then sometimes and I and I have to say an 18 year old is sometimes not a teen. An in the case old, of this show. In the case of the show, no. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, you're technically a teen, but you're, you're not, not a teen a, case. You're not a teen case. The thing about a teen case is what I think we're getting to is it specifically deals with teen I- issues. Yes. Like being a teen affects these cases. Yes. Like it's not just that you happen to be a teenage. Yes. It's that like your medical condition is is specifically impeding, either impeding your ability to be mm-hmm. a teenager or you got hurt doing something profoundly teen teenage. <laughs> yeah, teen-related. Teen teen a teen-related activity. Now, like, for example, mm-hmm. here's here's a case that, that I did not select. Okay. Hillary Boyd from season six. Okay. Who knows the first and last name? The, the wiki does. Okay. I, and, man, so I was, was scrolling through that wiki. Oh, my gosh. There, so there's this one girl who um, she like is a genius and she eats mushrooms to get high and then jumps off of her roof and really oh. and breaks like like 50 bones. Okay. I remember and this. Her, and her family is like, why are you doing this? And mm-hmm. she's like, it's a science experiment. But she's 15. Yeah. And I was like, not a teen case. It's actually not a teen case. Yeah. Oh, she is 15. Like, it's, I know that this is, like, hard to describe, but, like, or and hard to define, but, like, my gut is, like, this isn't a teen. Mm-hmm. She's kind of, like, off on her own. Um, Nothing about her, you know, she, she's, nothing about her injury is teenage. We're super on the same page. Yeah. Because I think that, here's some things that could have made that a teen case. Yeah. If her teen friends pressured her to do it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. If, um... Yeah. If like she was doing it to um to like for attention like, yes. from a parent or something. Oh, she that's was like very teen. Yeah, if she was like my parents are getting divorced and so I jumped off of the roof in order to like we'd be talking about that. Yeah. This oh my gosh, night. it would be it would be top list. Yeah. Even if like she got drugs from the drugs from her boyfriend. That and that's that's huge. Huge. that alone. Cuz her boyfriend would probably be a teen. Yes. And then if he wasn't a teen that would also be a, a, a teen huge issue. teen problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a huge huge classic teen problem. But like so you know there were there were barriers. And yeah. and, and kind of on, on the other end like the two cystic fibrosis patients who were in love with each other. 
both of us felt certain that they were teens because that is at its heart a teen case. A teen case. But they are in their 20s. I went back and I watched the episode and then I was like, oh, I've failed Nicole because I'm wrong and they're actually not I teens. I 100% thought that they were teens and it wasn't until they had to be teens. followed up with me that you were like, they're actually breaking not news, teens. they're not teens. <laughs> breaking news. And you can be in your 20s and be it be a teen. teen. But but just because we had so many teen examples, yeah. we cut we cut, cut that. them. And I I think it's possibly did we conflate it with five feet apart, the movie with Cole Sprouse. I mean, hard not to. Hard not to. <laughs> <laughs> I, to me, almost everything is five feet apart. I think about Cole Sprouse all the time. I told someone today they look like Cole Sprouse, and he was like, "Who's that?" And I was able to like pick up pictures of like him, from like, the camera roll. So it like wasn't even from Google. Yeah, it was like the background like, of well, my phone. Sec. No, the background of my phone is Joe Jonas. Oh, perfect. But it's similar. Yeah. Wow. You really are in touch with the teens. Um. Yeah, I am. Except that I did download TikTok this week, and I was like, because people kept asking me about it because I do have this rap of yeah. like being a teen person. <laughs> which is like <laughs> a teen person. I'm actually not for the listeners. I'm not in my teens. I'm in my 20s. Wow. Um, but I made a TikTok and I like can't figure it out. But I did watch all the videos that that kombucha girl made. Oh my gosh. And she's great. She's so funny. It's She should have a TV show. It's really, I should have a TV show, but also, she should have a yeah, TV show. For sure. I mean, first you and I then I live her. to advocate yeah. for other comedians. Yes. Oh my gosh, there's no greater joy, but mm-hmm. also like, you know. Yeah, one day. Yeah, one day. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think just because we have, there are yeah. just so many in teens. We're, I'll someone talking even about say that we're drowning in teens. No, no, no. I mean, I have mm. no doubt it will come up again. <laughs> I actually, this is not the end of our TikTok conversation. It's just kind of like, um, it, it's, it's, it's just not tabling it's, it. It's just a goodbye for now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's to see you later. Yeah, it's to see you later. Okay. Thank you. You knew exactly what I was trying to think of. And I was like, honestly, I'm going to eat shit on trying to remember what the phrase is. It's not goodbye. Nicole's it's eating shit later. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to um, do an ad <laughs> and then we're going to come back. And then, yeah, we're going to just get super into the clippies. Hello. Welcome back. We are about to just dive into oh, yeah. these teen patients. <laughs> the first one, I mean, I, I think that this is one of the most iconic ones. I was surprised to see that it was in season four because I was like, this had to be just a classic, like, you know, season two episode where everyone's a banger. But no, this is middle of season four, part of one of those two parters mm-hmm. with oh, the way in the concrete. Big, juicy two parters. Yes. Yum. Take a big bite and then take a second <laughs> bite because there's a second episode. Yeah, you got um, it. I feel like everyone who's listening probably knows, but this is the boy who on a dare mm-hmm. gets into concrete and then just stays there as it mm-hmm. hardens around him. And then yes. they have to, they have to, they have to crack him out. They have to crack him out. <laughs> so this, so by your standards, that's not a teen case yet. Not a teen case yet. But what's but teen about it? Yeah. Is the kids who dare him. Yes. And then it's because. He is. He really likes the girl, the popular yes. girl. I so I, I I chose two clips from this okay. just because I think it, it's the one where he arrives, and then also when Callie talks to that girl because <gasps> she gives her such a good. That's what I to. wanted. That was the other thing. I had trouble with some of these clips of trying to figure out like if we're talking about teen patients, should every clip have the teen in it, or could it just be the former it, teens talking? Or could about it be the, the former teens. teens who are the doctors? <laughs> Talking to I other former teens who are made the parents. Are yeah, teens. it's so complicated. 
But this one, I, I decided to choose both. But but teen representation in both clips. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I sent, by the way, sent Nicole 11 <laughs> options. I mean, and I was like, yes, all of them, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, well, what do you want us to do first? I don't know. All right, look, we blasted him oh, out of the job site. We figured don't blast him too close, but this is a lot of concrete. So if you're planning on treating him, we need to get started. So... What do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay, I, I you know I'm not doing my best to instill a sense of confidence in my abilities. Um, you know, it's just that you are trapped in what I'm guessing is several tons of cement, and I've never seen a boy. Wait, how old are you? No, oh, then you're a man then. I've never seen a man trapped in several tons of cement before, but now that I have, I'm going to figure this out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to work with other surgeons, and we're going to figure out a plan, and we're going to save you. Hey, I never, ever promised life, but I'm promising this to you. Do you understand? Okay. I, I don't know much yet, but the one thing I do know is that the cement you're encased in is slowly leaching the water from your body, and you're gonna need all the water you can get. So, no crying. You're a strong young man. I know you can do this. Oh, good. She's amazing. Good. Okay, you're gonna live. I'll make sure that you live. Oh. Bailey. So good. She is, I like what I, I think what makes this so special is that like, truly I wanted to talk about teens because I am fascinated by teen culture, but I also am fascinated by the line between being a child and being an adult. Yeah. And like, I find that Miranda is looking at him and seeing like a little boy and <laughs> when he is 19 years old and wanting it like having such a maternal instinct right totally yeah i think i think that a lot of the the plot lines for the teens also just have to do with like them being patients mm -hmm. and having this medical issue going on a doctor is the expert but parents are used to being like in charge of their well-being and mm -hmm. so many of these cases like the heart of them has to do with the teen wanting things to go a certain way or wanting to advocate for themselves and sort of like chafing against either uh, their parents or the parents and the doctors and it's everyone kind of trying to like make them feel like they're in control that mm -hmm. like they are adults while also being like a like legally a lot of times it's like you actually aren't responsible for your own care like it's up to your parents about what we're going to do and b like you have to be on board in order to get better so we have to like find a way to be like a teen whisperer right and make you feel happy teen whisperer is like the perfect way to put it mm -hmm. these doctors are truly they have to be therapists and motivational speakers yeah. and like if Karev gonna, is really good at it. Karev is a, a teen whisperer for sure. and a child whisperer. Uh, Bailey's Bailey's good. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but like comes out definitely from more of like a maternal place instead of like I used to be like you, which is what Kreb does. Right. I feel Bailey being scared here. Yeah. Which is sort of like when you're in the car with a parent and then like you realize they're lost or like yeah. something like that. It's very must be scarier for him to see her scream. I don't know a few times. Yeah. But I just I I just love her. I yeah. would want her in the room with me. Um. Callie yells at teens a couple times, which oh, yeah. I love. And so I, I did want to pull just kind of for like Callie oh, yelling yeah, at teen representation. <laughs> this like moment where she, this is, now we've jumped to part two, if you can believe it. If and, actually, you can believe it. <laughs> and, uh, and she comes out to like give an update to, his to Lola. Lola. gives her, come on. a really good talking to. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, is, uh, is he okay? No, he's not okay. He's stuck in a block of cement. <laughs> Actual hardening by the second concrete cement. How could he possibly be okay? Wow, you care about him. He's my friend. I, um, I know I told you he wasn't, but he's my friend. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I think he's more than that. And I think you're too proud to admit it to your friends and maybe even to yourself. Hey, he is in pain. He is scared and he needs someone he knows to hold his hand. Screw what they think. This matters. They don't. I can't help them. You're gonna hate yourself for this. Later, you're gonna hate yourself for this and you'll be right. Ooh, good job, Callie. I cannot believe that those two idiot teens are so mean. Made her change her mind and be like, I can't help him. Like, I have to stay. She didn't want them making fun of her. Those dumb, those dumb teens sharing and sharing an iPhone, listening to. I know. Whatever. It's I'm really, sorry. I'm so mad. <laughs> no, but it feels so cathartic when Callie's just like, "You're gonna hate yourself, and you'll be right." Mm. Like, ooh, that's a spicy thing to hear, and that's deep. And the way she like, she doesn't yell. She doesn't yeah. change her tone. She just stares this girl down, and is like, "You." are so wrong. I don't think we're going to get to it. And also, we talked about it in Rachel Winitsky's episode, but the boy who, in the bus crash, the pencil goes into his eye. Yeah. And there are, like, all of the kids who are, like, pretending to be so sad, but, like, they were never nice to him anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it's all, if memory serves, it's also Callie who, like, tells them, like, go away. Like, there are no visiting hours. And they're like, she gets to be here. And they're like, she's his friend. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, so wait, no, that's Izzy. Coming. That's Izzy. I just mm. realized. 
you know what's crazy is you sounded like Izzy when you <gasps> said it. So like it makes sense that it was her because I think Callie would be like, she's his friend. <laughs> and Izzy is like, she's his friend. That's so, that's so right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Regardless, I don't actually know how much Izzy representation there are in these clips. So just, you know, shout out. Shout out to Izzy. We miss you. We miss you, girl. Um, okay, wait. This was so crazy because then also the two teens who have brain tumors who are in the, tr- the clinical trial. I know. That's also in this episode. In this juicy, two-parter. juicy double beef fatty. This double beef fatty that was, I think, because of the writer's strike the end of the season. Was this that? I think so. I can't imagine another reason why was season four that? only has 17 episodes. That would make sense. The rest of them have like 24. Yeah. To 100. To, between 24 and 100 episodes easily. I could not believe that two of the things that I thought of were from the same episode. Unbelievable. And then I thought I've about I've experienced a lot during this podcast of like um, not necessarily thinking of two plot lines and then finding out and they're the same episode, mm-hmm. but but seeking one specific plot line and then yes. pulling up the episode and being like, wait, and there's also this, this other is also banger that? in it. Like, mm-hmm. This whole episode slaps. When it rains, it pours. Yeah. In oh. these in these eps is like... Especially seasons like two through six. Yes, I was... Yes. Two through six is hot stuff. The golden time. I... I and, and, and before we pull up this clip, I will yes. say, I think I just rewatched these. I think it's never confirmed that these guys are teens. But I know they are. Right? Because oh, their absolutely. parents are here. They absolutely could be in their 20s, but they are teens. Yeah, I think I think based off context, they are they are teens. Well, and you know one of the reasons why okay. virginity. Yep, virginity playing a huge role. You and, can and lose that, your virginity and as someone who at any did time. not lose their virginity as yeah. a teen. It it doesn't matter. It's a teen I didn't issue. either. But it's so funny because all these teens are like, we have to. Yeah. Well, I well because they their time is limited. But yeah. also, I'm like, okay, I was so much older than. <laughs> truly yes or you could have been younger we actually don't know yeah we actually don't we actually know. don't know but but what we do know is that spiritually speaking these are teens okay so the clip that i chose specifically in this episode is meredith and derek have yes. helped them have sex by like mm-hmm. transporting providing cover for the parents where like they're going to be in this mm-hmm. room and it's they before jeremy who's the boy Beth is the girl. Jeremy yes. goes to surgery first. And and so they come in like they've just lost their virginity to each other. And mm-hmm. it's before they they take him away. I'm really going to cry. And also important to know, I think Meredith yeah. and Derek are not together. No. Which is. They're not currently together. So they. He's that, with Nurse Rose. Nurse Rose. So Nurse that Rose. scene. A thankless character. Truly. But that scene where they're like standing outside the door, like guarding them, having sex, and they're just standing next to each other. It's like, okay, you guys are meant to be. I know. So it's a really good moment for yeah. them. Um, okay. The mo- the end of the scene is genuinely chilling and I can't wait for it. Oh god. Okay. Had to go. Derek. Had to go. <laughs> it was um it was amazing. Thank you. We have to take Jeremy down to the OR now. Okay. 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 So, uh, I'll see you after. 
I don't think, um, I'm not sure you'll be conscious uh, before we take Beth. So. So I'll see you after your surgery. I right, see you after that. Wait, Jer. Wait. Yeah. What if you die? I won't. What if I die? You won't. my life, Jeremy West. You made it better, you made it brighter, full of joy. And if I die... Don't you dare die. Okay. We're not finished yet. I'm not finished loving you. really covered in goosebumps oh my god i got like all choked up but just yeah it's like the music goes out and just the look where she's like, do not kill him <sighs> and meredith and derek standing next to each other when she says i'm not done loving you know, and then so the look i mean it's and like, like he's like looking and being like i been, like he like is looking and she like can't look and i'm like that's how they are that's Ugh, how they are it's so good this is like and he fault, in, fault in our stars level. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Haven't I, seen, but yes, am familiar. <laughs> I'm not allowed to watch also, because <laughs> I watched it twice in one day when it came out in theaters. Did you really? And then I was stuck in a deep depression. <laughs> 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 Everyone in the room's eyes are like staring so wide at me. Yeah, it was bad. I like loved the book and then I saw the movie twice in one day. Did you initially plan to see it twice in one day or no. after you saw it the first time you were like, got to go back? Well, I after I saw it the first time, I was like hanging out with some other friends, and they were sure. like, "We were thinking of seeing that this afternoon." And then I was like, "Yeah," and because the first time <laughs> I saw it was in the morning. <laughs> okay, this uh, delete all of this. She's gonna delete all of this. No, She's actually, nodding. Actually, like, but I love a I'll good end teen the podcast story. if I could cut that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm actually. <laughs> this is actually now a life or death issue for me. I, I love a teen love story. They just love each other so much. And I find teen love sometimes really embarrassing. Mm. Like, In what way? Like just um, embarrassing just how, like, for them. Untempered for those it is. It's just like very like, like full force, unashamed. Like the the self perceived profundity of it all. It's just like, just, like sometimes I'm just like, no, that's embarrassing. You're supposed to hide your feelings deep, deep yeah, down. Yeah, don't like, they know? Yeah, don't share them. Don't reveal anything about mm -hmm. yourself. Don't make it clear how much you like this person because then, you know, when this doesn't work out, that's going to be, you're going to look back You'll on this and be so like, God, it was so embarrassing. Um, and so sometimes, sometimes I'm like, Ugh. no, I can't But this understand. one is actually really nice. The idea of actually watching two 16 year olds like tell each other they love each other as someone, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I guess that is kind of 
embarrassing, but yeah, the openness of it. Yeah. You just, you fall and you fall hard. They love each other a lot. I think the acting in that scene was really good too. I think so too. I just, I I know know. this is bad, but I might like get one out of the way that I think I'm going to cry at. Okay. Because it's also like technically like chronological, but I'm also just like, Oh no, I feel like I know what you're going to pull up. And it's, it's the, so bad. Okay. So so actually, so this is interesting to me. <laughs> when Caitlin Bits a guy and Lauren Brickman came on, we talked oh, about the best tragedy in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best. We talked about tragedies and the way that kind of we we landed on the definition of a tragedy was like it didn't have to be this way, but then they made it that way anyway. Like Oof. it's not just like oh for the plot or like this is a logical conclusion or like it, the the medicine was such it was such a stretch or it was such a high risk surgery of course this person died or like right. it's like something extra happens that like twists the knife at the end where you're just like I can't believe that this is how it turned out and yeah. this one where the two girls the two sisters mm-hmm. one of which is Kay Panabaker and I when I emailed to you I was like it's definitely Danielle and Kay Panabaker. Well, I, thought, I also thought that it was, the- but it, it, weirdly, Danielle Panabaker plays a different character in another episode where she like mm-hmm. is really outdoorsy and has a heart issue. Okay, this I also remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but in my but, memory, it was the two sisters playing sisters, which is which wrong. Who could but, blame you yeah. for thinking that that's what it was? But Kay, Ban- Kay Panabaker is the younger sister, and the older sister. They're bickering. They're bickering. They've gotten in this in this like car accident. And it's like, whose fault is it? Blah, blah, blah. Like there. And the older sister gets wheeled into surgery. And as she's getting wheeled out, like the younger sister is like, I hate you. And then I hope you die. And I hope you die. And then the older sister never wakes up. (sighs) Sorry, Meg. I'm really sorry. (laughs) It's like it's it's like one of it's just it's an it's one of the most upsetting ideas of something that could happen to someone like it takes last words to such like a cruel Mm -hmm. place and to me it's like it's just a it just doesn't have to be that way and I didn't want to watch the part where she is mean because I was like well that is like that's hard but then the other option was when when the younger sister goes and like says goodbye Oh, it's and so, so I hard that it was it like would have been both such options a, were sad. I get what you mean by tragedy because like, yes, it would have been such a beautiful moving episode still if like she had woken up and she was like, I don't hate you. Like those right. could never be my last words. Right. To you. Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I said yeah. that. Like, you almost I love died. you. I love you so much. But that is not what happens. Instead, God. it's just like literally that's it. So they they wheel her in and the parents, the parents are there like kind of standing in the in the doorway mm-hmm. and Meredith is there as well. So, okay, this is the scene. Let's just oh, rip okay. the band-aid off. I never should have said it. I didn't mean it. I never should have said it. Tell her that. Tell her the last thing you'd want her to hear because you have to believe that if it were you in this bed and Holly was sitting with you feeling this bad, you would forgive her. Tell her. <gasps> I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) 
loved you too. No matter what you said, no matter what happened between the two of you, she loved you. She loves you. She loves you. What makes that to me like such good acting is like the gasp before she talks yeah. too because you can see that she's like holding her breath and can when she tries to talk she finally lets it out and like <gasps> I like has to completely breathe in and god she's she's yeah good. I just like uh that's so it's, it's just devastating it's all like yeah I mean it's like I don't have to explain why it's bad it's just like it really like it just really upsets me mm-hmm. but I think that but I, it is it is crucial teen content because yeah. because you say shit that you like say the meanest things to like people either in your head or Siblings, out loud parents. when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know anyone that hasn't screamed "I hate you" at like yeah. a family member, and like that. This is just like, yeah, she can never get rid of that. I know it's, it's hard not to watch that and think just like. Yeah, I guess like Meredith is telling you like the right things that are true and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like you are going to be in therapy for the rest of your life mm-hmm. being with the guilt over having said that because it's so awful. Oh, who do you think Meredith is like thinking about when she says that? Her I mom? I was actually just thinking that as I was watching it because it's this is middle of season five. Um, so, I mean, Lexi is like in the picture. Right. But I don't actually remember like specifically... I wonder, because watching that, I was like, did her mom or dad die, like, right before that or something? I don't think so, but. Yeah, I can't. She just had tears in those glassy blue eyes. Or maybe she was just thinking about how terrible the thing right in front of her was. Yeah, definitely. Definitely possible. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Really sorry. Let's do an upbeat one. Let's do a fun one. Oh, Okay. (laughs) This is a classic. You know when breath. people are in the hospital for fun. You sent me this one, the marching band one. Okay, this one. They're I honestly. Like. This is like. This is something that. This is a a well that Grey's returns to multiple times of like specifically. Um, like we're in the middle of this competition and you yeah. ate shit. Like, <laughs> why do they even let you be in the you too like that. cheerleading team, choir, sports yeah. team, you marching have a disease. band? Yeah, her friends are we're so evil. bad. <laughs> Well, they call what do they call themselves. They call themselves like the seizure, seizure patrol watch or, or seizure, seizure patrol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they're like when she has a life threatening seizure, we have to put down our tubas. Like yeah. it's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. She just and they're like, why do you even do this? She's like, I don't know. I love it. Like yeah, I, I, it's like, I don't so, know why I'm good at it. But mm. Karev is really great with her. So okay, we'll we'll watch this flawless scene. <laughs> oh, she's so hot. Park, yeah. Oh my god. Don't know why Mr. Bim ever let her even join band. Not like she's a master flautist. Okay, get out. Mr. Bim says we're supposed to stay with her too. I got it. I'm seizure patrol now. <sighs> friends are asses. They're not my friends. Once you spaz out in front of the whole school, friends are kind of hard to come by. I know you can't help the epilepsy, but nobody made you join the marching band. 
It's like spreading nerd on nerd. I like being in the band, okay? It's like the one thing I'm actually good at. What'd you do in high school? I wrestled. You're a wrestler? You wearing tights under that lab coat? That was a long time ago. I was in high school. I'm a surgeon now. Fine. Then how would you feel if you seized every time you went into the operating room? Yeah. Okay. Great scene. He realizes. Yeah. He, I love finding out, like, oh, you know what? Like, let's make him have been a wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, of course he was. Of course he was. Yes. I, I really like, I really like when teens characters on Grey's, and this happens, like, a, a fair amount, which is cool. Like, they aren't embarrassed mm -hmm. of, like, like, I like, she's like, hey, I like being the marching band, okay? Like, I yeah. like that that's her reaction. She's not like, being, like uh, a marching band instead of cheerleader. Right. She's like, loves being the marching band. I know. It's great. Her embarrassment is not marching band. Her embarrassment is actually ruining marching band. Exactly. It's cool. That case is cool because it turns out that she doesn't actually have epilepsy. She has like a, a heart condition that causes seizures and they just put in... There's an amazing Karev moment later, too, because I just rewatched this. Oh, yeah. Where he, like, he, it's not teen-centric, although there is a teen on the table, but he, like, he notices the heart condition, mm -hmm. and then they, like, have to stop her heart or something. Okay, this is where you find out. I actually have no idea what's ever going on on the show, <laughs> but they have to, my understanding is they have to, to do something bad to her heart to find out if she has a heart condition. And they're like, and that she will die if she, if he's wrong. And they like stop her heart anyway. And Karev is like standing there with a crash cart, like shaking. Yes. And Arizona is like, if you're in, in a very uncharacteristic Arizona moment, she's like, if you're wrong, she'll die. And that's bad. And then they like really freak him out. And then he's standing there with a crash cart. And then they find out he's right. And he like can't stop shaking. Okay. I'm going to find it. Cause yeah, we don't even so need good. to watch it. Cause I just disturbed it so well. But no, but I think it. we need to watch it. Um, also, like, speaking of just, like, episodes where you're like, wow, well, like, I can't believe how many good cases. This also has, this episode also has the case where it's the three siblings who are all getting their stomachs removed. Yes. Because they're going to get cancer. Yes. And the brother then is like, I'm not doing that. Because I don't want to have sisterhood of the traveling pants. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, that's, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not young. Afraid. I want to have sex with girls. <laughs> um, okay. Here, I think this is the scene. Now you're showing no sign of arrhythmia. Wait, VTAC, she's in VTAC. All right, let's just pace her out of it. Take it to 330. BP's down, 60 over 10. Damn it. She's not breaking. Krev, get in there now. Wait, hold the shot. She's coming out. This could be ARVC. The right ventricle's causing the arrhythmia. The brain doesn't get oxygen. And she seizes. Oh my God. You just saved this girl's life. Wait, I know. It's okay. It's okay. Just, just breathe. Put the panels down. And then it's so dramatic. The the paddles drop and they're like uh. bouncing in the Well, so good. So dramatic. But I can know. you imagine if he was wrong, she would have died. Like, 
But it's like it mirrors what she said, where she was like, can you imagine if every time you were in the operating room, you like, <laughs> and it's like he got to experience that. Okay. So good. Did. It is perfect. That's easy. amazing. Um, okay. What's next? What's next? Should we do one of the pregnancies? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wait, let's do the one that you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The so, one that you. Okay. So this is, mm-hmm. this is on the youngest end of teens we got. <laughs> you know, these are the, these are the tiniest teens. Some may say starting at 13. Yeah. Well, I think these are. I think these Even. are 13 and 14 year olds. That's so young for a teen. So some of the youngest <laughs> teens you can be. <laughs> Was this um, around the time? Oh, I'm not going to say it before. You okay. Well, basically, it. okay. So this this story, this is at season three. Actually, season three? Premiere. Season premiere of season three. Oh, huge. So, okay. The a baby is found in a... Toilet or garbage can? You're going to need to remind me of everything because this is one that had disappeared from my memory until Absolutely. 30 minutes ago. There, Okay, so baby is found in a toilet or garbage can in the girls' room at a, like, super wealthy prep school. Mm-hmm. And there are four girls who are brought in. And it's like one of these girls had a, a baby at school. And they're, like, 13 or 14. And none of them are owning up to mm. whose baby it is. And the baby is sick and they need to, and it needs some type of a. Oh, they something. can only come from the mother. They can only come okay. from the Okay. So it's all coming back to me. There are four girls. All the parents are like, my daughter would never, like, but we're Christians. They don't say that, but it's like, but we're rich is really okay. what they're saying. They're yeah. like, they're mm-hmm. rich. Our girls aren't these kind of girls. And Addison is like, well, guess what, bitch? Like, they are those kind of girls because one of them, for sure, put a baby in a trash can and or toilet. Again, like, oh, really should have looked that up. Mm-hmm. And so they do some type of a test that, like, they can't uh, decline because they're teens. Mm-hmm. So the parents are like, do the cheek swab or whatever. To, and so it's been eliminated and it's down to two. Oh. And, and Addison brings them in to see the baby to try and get just like one of them to like own up to mm-hmm. having had the baby and like the parents are like fighting with each other like well your daughter does this like how dare you say that when your kid is the one who did this thing like it's it honestly feels very realistic as to how that would play out where it's just like the blame game and people being like my precious perfect daughter would never have sexual intercourse mm-hmm. with what you know and all that stuff Anyway, so this scene, this scene has has the two girls looking at, looking right at the uh, the baby. Okay, and it's really good. there he is. That's your son. I want you both to look at him because it's not true that you did nothing wrong. You both are wrong. You're wrong for covering this up. You're wrong for lying about it. You're wrong for letting this little baby, this sweet, innocent, beautiful little boy suffer like this. He's dying and it's your fault. It's both of your faults. And the thing is, the truth will come out. In time, it will come out. It always does. It just, it just does. And when it does, this baby will be dead. 
Shannon. Don't tell my mom, okay? Thank you. Thank you for telling the truth. So oh my good. God. She's so young for a teen. <sighs> like, I mean, I wish you guys could see this teen's face. <laughs> She's so young. She's, but that's very like, I don't know. That was very maternal in a way where Addison was like so, um, so harsh with them. Like yeah. very Callie-like. But then at the end when the girl admitted it and it like is crying, like she hugs her. Yeah. I also just... I love the decision that it's the other girl who just turns to her and is like, Shannon, you have like to you say, have yeah. to say, mm-hmm. oh, and this little the youngest teen face you've ever seen, <laughs> filling up with so tears. young just, teen, maybe even a child, maybe even a child. <laughs> think, don't tell my mom, okay? Oh. oh, and it's like, yes, she was wrong, but also she was so she scared. was so scared, and, and like, and we've met her parents. Of course, she's scared. Ugh, that is really tough I was wondering if that came out at the same time as like the Lifetime Pregnancy Pact movie or like oh my gosh. the Pregnancy Pact <gasps> um, situation that the movie was based off or something there was like a huge thing about groups of teen girls all having babies but that's actually kind of not this is a teen group of girls all most of them didn't have trying babies. to say that they were not having yeah. babies so it's actually kind of different but, but it's in many ways the same in many ways also <laughs> the same and they are teens in their teens mm-hmm. uh, okay here, here's another pregnant girl. <laughs> the pregnant girl who comes in with abdominal pain. Yes. And she's like, don't tell my mom. Mm-hmm. And then the mom has used location tracking on her daughter's phone. Oh, my God. To show up at the hospital. And she's like, mom, that's so invasive. And you're yes. like, yeah, it is invasive. We're going off a don't tell my mom theme here. Yes. We took don't tell my mom from here. We're going to teen don't tell my mom. Yeah, absolutely. And this is also like later in the show. This is season 12. Season 12. Great, great season. And this is very like, um, wait, now I'm forgetting her name. Who? Kepner, Kepner. This is Kepner Centre. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I recently have gone through kind of like a Kepner journey <clears throat> where <laughs> I hated Kepner. Okay. And then I did a Kepner episode and I was like, I kind of, I understand, I like got it. I was like, mm-hmm. I understand, like maybe I've like been painting Kepner with too harsh a rush. Okay. But uh, Kepner is a menace in this episode. In this, yes. But I also kind of, I, I don't know, I got where she was coming from. I don't know. I love Kepner. I That's really fine. like her. That's, I mean, I'm like, I'm like coming around. But I'm also trying to think of who I don't like. And I don't know. I don't know if there's characters that I'm like, oh, I hate them. That's fair. And that's really that okay. Well, no, that's more than okay. It's saintly. I guess I never thought about who I don't like because. I like, You're not like a teen at all. I love them all so much. Yeah, I know. In that way? Not at all. Like In that teen. way, I'm actually not a teen. Wow. Oh, you yeah. know, I didn't like the Meredith's friend on the show who tried to get everyone to give her surgery. Sadie. Mm-hmm. There were definitely people I didn't like. I'll think of them. I like Hepner. <laughs> yeah. She, she ends up telling the mom about the baby, even though mm-hmm. the girl really told her not to. In any case. I am. I think I'm gonna sneeze, but we'll see. <laughs> hey, well, stay tuned. Either uh, way, we'll find out. Okay, I may have actually accidentally described the scene I'm gonna show, but here we go. Teen, teen plus Kepner. 
out, she'll freak out. You're six months pregnant. She's gonna find out soon. Why not tell her so that she can help you? Because this is not what we do. That's what she says anytime I forget to do the dishes or get a B. This is not what we do, Jenny. I'm not supposed to even have a boyfriend, so this would... <coughs> Ow. Dr. Kepner, this is... Jennifer? What are you doing here? Did you track my phone again? Yes, I tracked your phone again. Mom, that is so invasive. I pay for the phone, I get to know where it is. Same goes for you. It's the middle of the school day. Why are you even tracking me right now? Well, you're not in school, are you? This is not what we do, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. I'm Dr. Robbins. Um, I hear that you're having a, a little... little abdominal pain. Um, and Dr. Robbins is an abdominal doctor. So, um... We're gonna take Jenny up to CT to get a closer look, and we'll let you know as soon as we get the results, all right? <laughs> Guess who's joining you on Shepard's DDS implantation? Yeah. So Kepner ends up telling? I forgot. So what happens is, is Arizona's like, so Kepner's pregnant. And yes, Arizona's and she's like, you're feeling like you're looking at this from the parent's perspective because you're about to be a parent. But from the patient's perspective, like, she is saying that she, like, there's, there's confidentiality, like, we mm -hmm. don't have to tell the mom and like the mom will eventually find out, but we can obey the patient patient's wishes. And then what April ends up doing is like they're talking about surgery and they're like, do you advise that she gets surgery? Oh, yeah. And they say yes. And a April like plays the game by being like, of course there could be complications. And yes. the mom's like, well, what? She's like, well, well the baby yeah, could mm -hmm. be impacted. And then the mom's like, what? And it ends up being revealed that like the mom got pregnant as a teenager and she kept saying like, don't make the same mistakes I make. And it hurt the Ugh. girl's feelings because she was like, I know that I clearly ruined your life. And the mom was like, no. And then at the end, she's like, how's my granddaughter? Which is very sweet. Mm, yeah, it ends up being like, wait, doesn't she say like, she says this is not what we do, but like in a nice way at the end. Yes. Um, I have a memory of that. Yeah, like, no, 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 that's really right. She, she goes, this is not what we do. You tell me when you're in trouble yeah. is like what she says. Yeah, it's really nice. Okay, so I'm kind of going to do like a bit of a controversial thing, which okay, is show a teen clip with no teens. Is that's that actually huge. Okay. And that's okay. When I came on the pod, I was like, yeah, this could happen. <laughs> <laughs> this could this But could it, like, it'll be okay. We're about to see adults talking about teens? Yes. Yeah. I guarantee that a teen is referenced. <laughs> Thank so, God. So, okay, you want to talk about the season 13 episode where there's the pregnant teen in jail. Yes. Because I just watched it and I wept my little eyes off. Yeah. I wept them off. So this teenager is serving 20 to life. We don't know what she did. And we never find out. We never find out. But I will tell you this much. She for sure killed someone. <laughs> because that's I how that happened. I think she killed the dad. That is. Or That is parent. absolutely the door is left open. Or like a brother. Or a brother or something. Yeah. I wanted them to tell me at the end so bad. I know. And they I knew know. we wanted that. And they kept it from us. Yeah. But it's like, okay. She. She's in prison. She's. She has serious anger issues. And they kind of like say like. Like, the mom at some point is like, this came out of nowhere. Like, mm -hmm. she was this perfect kid or whatever. But she's scared. She's, like, in, like, restraints as she's, like, in labor. And she keeps saying, like, legally, my mom is allowed to be here. I want my mom to mm -hmm. be here. 
and the mom isn't there and it's really sad. And then there's a reveal that the mom actually is there. She just Ugh. doesn't want to see the daughter and that she's going to adopt the kid and that she just like basically wants like this fresh baby to be handed to her and that she doesn't want to see her, her incarcerated daughter at yeah. all. And it's like, you know, the way that she's costume designed is like she's clearly like rich, Ooh. like I don't want to be <laughs> yeah. like, you know, my daughter in prison has ruined my life. It's obviously such a tough situation. Oh, it's horrible. I'm minimizing that a lot. I'm like, that seems hard, but it's no, it's awful. And like, so the so the doctors at the hospital are or at the prison are Joe, mm-hmm. Arizona, and Bailey, and they all kind of like are impacted by different things. Like yeah. Bailey, Bailey is really scared when she goes. In. Yeah, Bailey's like scared. Joe is like feels really bad for for like the girl. Yeah. The, for the prisoner. And then Arizona's kind of issue ends up being just like absolute fury with the mother. Like mm-hmm. like uh, like disbelief at the inhumanity of the mother. Yes. So there are two scenes and I want to play both of them where they're both like about the teen. And the first one is when like she's gone into labor and she comes out and she finds out that the mother is there and she's like, oh my gosh, you can go see your daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll play that one first. Hi, I'm Dr. Robbins. You're the doctor. I'm Emily Rochester. Yeah, you're Kristen's mom. Kristen's doing fine. We're prepping her for the procedure, which means you haven't started yet. No, you're just in time. Is, is there anything you want me to tell her? No. You can't tell her that I'm here. Oh, I'm sure that she'd be happy to know her mom no. is here. I'm here for the baby. I don't understand. The mother is never going to bring the baby to visit? Why can't she even do that? She's legally adopting her after the baby's born and she signs the paper. She can do whatever she wants. (gasps) I hate people. Okay, so do we tell Kristen? Because it'll kill her. So they're like, we're not going to tell. uh Okay, so she goes back to talk to the mom. The mom has, by the way, like a prom side bun. Yeah, she has a low updo. Low. (laughs) Nothing worse. (laughs) Nothing worse than a low updo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's how we know she means a business yeah that's how we know that that coat's chanel that low coat up is to. chanel and we know not by the coat but by her hair <laughs> okay here we go i don't even have a crib yet kristen's allowed to have you in the room with her for the labor did you tell her that i'm here no but she's been asking for you and if you could just come with me to see I'm her fine where i am She needs her mom. She's having a baby. I said that I'm fine where I am. She's your daughter. Do you have a daughter? I do. Keep an eye on her. Pay attention. I don't know what for, because Kristen was perfect. She was beautiful. I never could have imagined She's someone that I don't even recognize now. The baby is better off never knowing her in the first place. Horrifying. Sorry that we had to hear that. Oh my (laughs) God. Scream at the end. Okay. And then at the end, the baby is like born and Arizona goes to talk to the mom and like, ugh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This last part. 
We're keeping Ellie from- Hannah. Her name is Hannah. Please call her Hannah. Uh, the baby will be kept in the hospital's NICU for observation for as long as she needs. And then she can come home? And then she can go with you. Uh, any other questions? No. Was there something else? If this one makes a mistake, will you leave her too? Excuse me. <laughs> Mom's like, well, my word, I never expected this kind of treatment at a prison hospital. And Arizona leaves like that exit. Yeah, she's like that exit is like she does a full like bitch pivot with the head and then like her head. You guys just you got to rewatch. It's really good impression. It basically thank Ariel's head is facing towards me and her body is is going completely away yeah. like a dancer when you spot and yeah. then at the last minute you whip the head around extremely relatable ruckus absolutely i was a dancer. <laughs> i've seen i was a bit of a teen dancer yes bits of a teen dancer yes um this is again so this is just so pain i wanted to talk about this one because it truly made me weep so much and i'm trying to analyze why like <laughs> along the teen theme like this girl is just so like she's clearly done such terrible things and like she is so mean to these people and like aggressive but then when she mentions her mom she suddenly becomes like a sweet child yeah but here's the thing I do think that Gray's has like a history of like of really like bringing incarcerated people Mm -hmm. as patients and making us question like what could they have possibly done that would warrant the treatment that we're witnessing? Yeah. Like we have pregnant teen girl. Mm-hmm. We have the woman who ends up eating a light bulb. Do you remember her? Okay. Yeah. I actually <laughs> yeah. I actually so out of context, I kind of see that Megan's going like, what? Um, and then we have this the woman guy- who this oh. violent cr- criminals come in and she mm-hmm. ends up like she wants to be in the hospital as long as possible. Like she swallowed razor blades. She has the habit of I can't believe how much this is coming back to me. I'm. You, and by the I'm way, know stoned. everything. I don't feel that way at all. And people on Twitter also definitely make me feel like that's not true. <laughs> people are always like, ugh. Someone like also just like was like, I can't believe that you are. You thought that it was crazy when Catherine didn't let Ariel or not let Ariel, let April. Wow. Okay. Huge. <laughs> let April hold the baby. She Like you're just being dramatic. And I was like, no, that really is what happens in that episode. Anyway. Okay. I was like, that, I, that actually literally is just an opinion. No, but you made it up. <laughs> it's an opinion. I can't be wrong. Um, <laughs> famously, the thing about opinions is mm-hmm. that no matter what it is, you're in the right. Anyway, <laughs> um, she like always like swallows one razor blade. And then she's like, oh, I have an idea. If I swallow a bunch of razor blades, then I can be in the hospital. She wants the for luxe treatment. Like, treatment. Mm-hmm. And she ends up having like, there, there's like an extremely like, inhumane response by the doctors in the sense that they're determined to not give her what she was asking for. So she wants like a lengthy stay in mm-hmm. the hospital. And instead they're like, no, we're going to get this done as fast as possible. And in this moment of like desperation of just like, I cannot go back there. She like swallows oh. a light bulb, which like breaks into a million pieces. And it's just like very bad news. And then there's also the man who was like the serial killer. Now I remember. And he had like all those guards and who befriends him? Meredith. Meredith. And everyone's Classic just like, why mayor. do you like this, this, this violent man? And she's like, they're like, he's not your friend. And she kind of is like, oh, I, I think he, he might be actually. Yeah. But I think that that's, I mean, I love those episodes. 
it makes you think of truly the good and evil and can people be both and I don't yeah. know I'm not qualified to talk about that actually I'm only qualified to talk about teens <laughs> yeah absolutely I, I was gonna pick like, you know the dichotomy between good and evil and are people <laughs> inherently good or bad but then I decided to talk about um teens yeah the only people who are both <laughs> at every moment um okay we have a few left Including one that I'm going to pull up that I didn't even prep, but I just remembered her and I was like, we got to bring her back. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, so one of them is um, the girl, the cheerleader girl. Very similar to band in that they're in the middle of a cheerleading competition and she messes everything up. But Edward's speech to them is so... That's what I chose. (laughs) That's what I chose. We're so in tune. We're so in tune. Um, I just love it. It's like these cheerleaders and they're all there's like it's a gaggle of girls and no one knows what to do with them i and love it is she dead wait is she dying is she dead is she, is dead she dying? dying is she dead um such a delicate way to ask if your friend is okay <laughs> yeah just go straight to the point you know don't waste time with like how is she just <laughs> ask the basics is she dying is she dead is she dying is she dead uh and so edwards goes and having been a former cheerleader I would say, okay, so sorry. I should preempt this by saying, okay, like, sorry, I think I this scene is right truly in. bad. Like, I think everything <laughs> that happens it is bad. I think it's not great writing. I think the performances are insane okay. and hinged even. It's literally, like... <laughs> it's crazy to hear you talk about the show this way, but I do like it. It just... Because you know, I love loving things for their flaws included. Yeah, I mean, like, some of the stuff that you they do... And I feel like we don't typically talk about clips on the show that, like, have no redeeming qualities. Like, sometimes it's just, like yeah, it's not like totally right or I don't really love this about this character development direction, but like this stuff yeah. is good. And this is just one where I was like, the way that like these teenagers think that what Stephanie Edwards is doing is cool mm-hmm. is like absolutely psychotic and off the rails to me. Like she's like, we won this competition and a girl's like, wow, that's amazing. Like, yeah, I know. No, like and that they, would never fucking happen. She has no proof. They're like, who is this lady actually screaming at us? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It comes out as like it's almost like in some ways demeaning to cheerleaders. Is they're that like, okay if, to say? they're like, if you want to be a doctor, be a doctor. If you want to talk about cheerleading, wait, we're <laughs> we're all ears. We're all we're we're all ears. So anyway, okay. So I should just say like I chose the scene, and I'm like, I actually find this scene to be like embarrassing, but <laughs> we're watching it anyway because that's just kind of the type of podcast this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, ladies. Okay, ladies. Here's how this is gonna go. Your teammate is down. She needs you. She needs your support. You're her spotters, all of you, because you're her team. And it's time you started acting like one. If you want to talk medicine, Mm -hmm. fine. But sorry, you have no clue about our team, okay? So. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how the shooting she is anyway. Cheer captain. Promoted as a sophomore for a triple year reign because I was just that good. Led my team to victory after victory. Regionals, nationals, internationals. Three years in a row. Yeah. That's amazing. So let me break this down for you. You are jealous of her because she and Maxine are close now, so you got all but her. But they aren't actually trying to leave you out, are you? Danielle. Uh, no, ma'am. Good. You see, Lisa, it's time for you to lose that chip on your shoulder. 
It's a double full basket toss. Throw it up, move on. You've got cheerleading to do. Wow, I, uh, I guess she you're told right. You she'd be in suit. I think that's actually like a humiliating scene. Move on. You've got. It kind of reminds me. I feel like they were trying to do like when in Bring It On when the girl comes into audition and they're like, you don't even know about cheerleading, and she's like, double back hand tuck back hand spring, and yep. she like actually knows. Her, no, she did. No, they they say that and then she does it. Yeah, that's what. Edwards is trying to do right here. Right. Absolutely. She's trying to like preempt that. I just like think it would be like so funny if like someone was like a bitch to me and they were like, yeah, four years GPA of 4.5. <laughs> Waited, took all my AP classes. <laughs> Any questions? I'd be like, what? I'd be what like, the fuck oh, is your problem? They're like, wow. wow, this is actually just objectively undis- indisputable. I guess we have to listen to you about like our friend. It just, and the part where she's like, <laughs> I feel like it like was it also like a bad take where she they were like can you try one where you deliver all of it like it's a cheerleading routine like just kind of a lot of like just ready. like for fun just to right get out like and so she's like you are jealous of you because of this and the thing is it is like it's just like and it she feels does like the not delivery talk that is way totally off and, and just saying to someone like it's a double basket task toss whatever it is it's a double basket Toss it right, and toss it and forget about it. You have cheerleading to do. I'm like, wait, what does that mean? You <laughs> actually Sorry, they, back up. What does that mean? Actually, they can't cheerlead because they're at the hospital. But it's also like, I thought the basket toss is cheerleading. So what basket, do you mean? So you mean that when you're that cheerleading, it's as, e- it's as easy as a basket toss. Stop thinking about that basket toss. It's a metaphor. You have cheerleading to do. Stop thinking about yeah. Stop thinking about what I said. Yeah. You have no, it's actually like. <laughs> Stop it's actually like, said, you're late. <laughs> throw a girl in the air and then you got to keep cheering. Yeah. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That I scene love it. sucks for me, but I, but I like, I love the idea of it. I love the idea that they're like, Edwards, like, we, surprise, like, Edwards is cheerleader. And not just a cheerleader, but like a competition cheerleader, because I think those two things are different. Absolutely. I like the part where she goes, nationals, internationals. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> I really like. Yeah, I, I was just that good. Yeah, because I was just that good. I I would I would love for anyone to say the sentence seriously to be. I won internationals. <laughs> I watch this show sometimes. And I'm just all, like sometimes they're called worlds. Wow. Yeah. Worlds. <laughs> fact check. Fact check. Fact check. It's called worlds and cheerleading. It's called worlds and gymnastics, and that's what I'm kind of using as a. Fact. Okay. I watch this show sometimes. I'm like, oh, just like imagine being that confident about anything as these people are. My favorite thing is I just sometimes feel like they've done so many fact checks with with the medical stuff that they mm-hmm. just like don't even give a Google to anything that's not medicine. And they're like, <laughs> give a, these give people it. don't even give a Google. <laughs> <laughs> just give it one Google and you'd be give like, it one oh, Google. the sentence internationals. I won that. Nationals. Like, interna- internationals. Nationals. Internationals. I won those all. It's I won like, those all. Yeah, this <laughs> episode is ridiculous, but I do love that like the 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 everyone realizes they're acting like teens. Yeah. I mean, I just have to say, like, I think that the idea is so good. I just can't believe that that's how they decided to execute it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I I agree. Lo- like I would love for like someone to come in and be like, you're mad at her because of this and this. And you're and then the, I'm sure it was I'm sure in the edit it, she used to she at some point broke down the whole dynamic. I wanted I got, it to keep going. She's yeah. like, here is what's happening. Ready? <gasps> You're mad at her. OK. And then it's like it should have been a longer list. Yeah. And then I would be and then so the way impressed. that she's like, 
And then the way that she was like, um, I can't believe that this is the clip we're talking about the longest, but I just, I'm realizing <laughs> that I actually have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And the way I'll that have to she's come back. like, um, and you're feeling excluded, but they don't mean to exclude you, right? And she's like, no, ma'am. What? Okay. <laughs> no, she was they like, scared. No, captain. <laughs> <laughs> no, cheer, captain. <laughs> yeah. And then they get up and they, like, they salute her with a yeah, pom-poms. They pom-poms. Yeah. But I they just, be, I also just love that they're like, oh, yeah, like, we believe her. It's not like she's like, oh, I'm the same sorority as you. Or I, like, went, I went to this high school and I was like, she's just literally like, I was a cheerleader. Right. I just don't know any other, like, situation where a teen would be, like, impressed by someone else to be, like, being like, yeah, I also was a teen. And yeah. I did the same <laughs> thing you did as a teen. Like, that actually, in many cases, almost all is a recipe for a teen not respecting you. Yeah, they'd be and like, well, now actually you you're experience. old and you don't do that anymore. Yeah. You don't like, get... Um, they're called worlds now. That's what they should have said. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're actually called worlds? Actually, they're called worlds you and they were worlds, never called internationals. internationals. <laughs> Nationals, internationals. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> We've got... This is my new round bagging it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nationals, internationals. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> right? Oh I my was gosh. just that good. Okay. Well, next to how are we ever going to follow that up? Yeah. <laughs> this is another parent centric teen topic. Yeah. Was there one that you were, that you, a part of this that you were thinking about specifically? Um, mm, I, I, no. I think I, they realize that they're in love by finding like the drawer, drawer drawings on their drawings yeah how do I even say that Wrong. I think you nailed it okay uh drawings on their arms like that they've like doodled yes. during class. Oh, okay that's like, the scene that I took remember wow we're still on the same page remember like drawing on your body absolutely class? when I was on swim team you would use milky pens yeah that's cool to to do your to write down your meats oh really and then and then it would wash off in the water and then you'd be like oh no the rest of my or not meats your heats your heats at the meats what? <laughs> Should someone like murder me? No, someone come get wanna, like, I'm that. actually calling someone to pick you up right now. <laughs> Should it, someone actually take me straight to the hospital and, and or jail? <laughs> or maybe even the hospital jail the that hospital we just saw <laughs> that woman be a bitch at? <laughs> hospital jail versus jail hospital. I don't want to go into what has gone into this day, but I do want to just kind of in my own defense say that if you knew what I'd what my day was like today mm-hmm. just kind of like just a rundown of what the schedule was uh, emotionally <laughs> you'd be like I understand why this is happening <laughs> and I, I we don't have the time and it's not your business but <laughs> just so you know like I, what's happening now what I'm saying and doing more yeah I only heard the half of it and I mean I, it's all, it doesn't even matter I think I'm just it would saying be that really funny if you had a regular schedule and then also an emotional schedule for the day yeah my emotional schedule is usually just like panic yeah (laughs) just kind of do low-grade panic but yeah I mean I called I called April Ariel I can't even remember a word that I said wrong earlier but it wasn't a word when I said it anyway everything is fine we've got cherry because these two teens are in love they did try to kill themselves though oh it's so tough I didn't really remember this case at all is that weird no. Season 12. I think that these are the recent ones that I could remember. No, I mean, I'm so glad that you... A lot of these, I actually was like, oh, I totally forgot about this, but this is great. But yeah, this one, I just... It just wasn't... 
it's like these two girls step in front of a train mm. and in this scene we're about to see Callie well actually we've already seen the scene where Callie like notices that they've matching hearts on their arms and she realizes that actually these girls are probably like mm-hmm. in love it wasn't just it was like maybe a suicide suicide pact and she's and Callie who is by and at this time I don't know if she's actively married to Arizona at this point I think she is not possibly separate but is maybe in any case good scene coming up right now you're only 15 you want to die it's more complicated than that we were standing in front of a train we weren't suicidal we just okay Jess I'm gonna tell you something personal about myself okay I like men, romantically, sometimes. And I like women, too. It's a big, big part of my life. Can I ask you something personal about yourself? Do you like girls? Do you do you like Aaliyah? I love her. What were you two doing out there? It's not that we wanted to die. This was just the only way that we could stay together forever. No, no, Jess, there are so many other ways. I, killing yourself solves nothing. My parents, they're sending me away to a camp. They come and get you in the middle of the night and they take you to this place. They change you. They're going to make me change my mind about Aaliyah. No, they won't. There's no way. Those places don't work. They never work. Your parents are doing this? Please. Please, you can't call them. Please don't tell them that I... They're the whole reason why I'm even here. Please. You can't call them. Aaliyah's a good girl. She wouldn't miss school. Why was so oh I have God. to say, uh, I love that. But then fucking Maggie being mm-hmm. like, your parents are making you do this? I'm like, bitch, you've never yeah. heard of conver- like conversion. Who? Like what? Your parents? Like sometimes it's like when April like learns about like police brutality for the first time. She's like, I simply can't fathom this. Oh my God. And it's like the same thing where she's like, Wait, your parents are sending you to a gay conversion camp? It's like, who else would ever send anyone to one? Like, Leave who's Callie, else would do that? Let Callie talk. Yeah, we're out. Maggie, Alex just is be also a genius. Allowed. Keep fixing her. Yeah. It, it's just that one. Yeah, I don't know. That, that gets me. And Callie, like, this is a real, I used to be a teen speech and, like, let me relate to you. Callie's good at it. She's just really good at it. Yeah, I agree. And it's so sad. And then, but, but wait, Maggie punches her in the, punches the mom in the face. Yes, she does. And Which that rocks. is a crazy moment for her character. But yeah, so her journey in that episode is learning that people can be bad. And then yeah. you can punch them in the face. I, yeah, she pinches them in the face and then they're like going to sue. And then the dad ends up being like, I don't care if my daughter's gay. I just care if she's happy. Like, and I'm going to sue you to the wife. He doesn't mm-hmm. say that, but he's like, I would leave you and I would take our daughter with you. Oh, uh, so. yes. 
on this poor girl. Um, I, okay, I have, this next one is me. I haven't quite figured out exactly what I'm going to share from it yet because I'm just like too, too excited. <laughs> so, I, but it just occurred to me. Okay, yes. the girl played by Mae Whitman whose <gasps> back is over at a 50, at a 90 degree angle. Do you remember her? Yes, of course. Ever heard of May Whitman is one of the greatest actresses of our She's generation. She's so good. Did you, were you a parenthood head? I actually wasn't, but I know I would love it. I just have to. I think you would. And that's another one I watched recently. I watched that probably like 2016. I binged like it. it all. I've been told by many, many people that it is for me. I think it's for you. It's formulaic in that like, oh yeah, you cry during the montage at the end. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, and then it hooks you. And she's just, May is good. Yeah, she's great. I uh, so she plays this teen. Okay, I'm stay with me. I'm I'm in so far. Uh, who is like has an extreme? I mean, it's like not scoliosis, but maybe it is. I don't know. Literally, the I, the scene that I have decided to do is just like the very first scene where we're introduced to her. She kind of has like a she's kind of like a side swoopy emo yeah. haircut, and she's, she's like, like cranky. She's like emo. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. You okay, honey? Yeah. Can you stop me? Mm -hmm. Scoliosis. Looks like a birth defect. Looks like hell. <laughs> what are you all staring at? Really, if you're expecting me to be the brave and heartwarming, differently abled girl, that isn't gonna happen, so go ahead and do your thing. Stevens. Ooh, extremely curved. Heather Douglas, 17, past medical history of Vader syndrome. Which is? Vader syndrome is a genetic condition that affects the vertebrae, anus, trachea, esophagus, and renal system. Wow, give this girl a medal. She memorized the whole acronym, which I assure you is a hell of a lot easier than living with it. Stevens. Right. Um, Heather is, is in today for a lithostripsy to remove kidney stones and a thoractoplasty to alleviate pressure on her lungs. Can I ask? I, I know I'm just supposed to be here to remove a few ribs, but I'm wondering if you've ever tried anything more radical to treat the spinal curvature. Let's see. If by more radical you mean having a steel rod inserted into my spine, then yeah, we've tried. Rod just bent. Removing the kidney stones may seem minor, but it will really improve your quality of life. Really? So this surgery is going to get me laid? Heather, stop. Mom, I'm sorry, but she's talking about improving my quality of life. And I don't think doctors should make promises they can't keep. Mm. I didn't even realize this is our first cranky teen. That's a that's actually our first cranky teen. We Ugh. had... We had Rude teens. We had rude teens. We had bad teens. Had this bad is our teens. first side cranky we had teens teen. in love. Oh, we had teens in love. We had teens in pain. Oh, we had one dead teen. One horrible, <laughs> no. horrible, the worst kind of teen. That's so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm feeling <laughs> little cuckoo. You're right, though. I forgot. Yeah, but okay, but yeah, but she's she's one of the first like, fuck you. Don't tell me what to do. I'm mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She she would be like wearing a lot of eyeliner and like a big like yeah 
sweatshirt. And, and like, of course, like, mad. it's so smart to have, like, Izzy do the presenting. Of course, she hates Izzy because yeah. like, Izzy is, like, the opposite of her. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so good. If this were Kepner all times, possible. she would be her. It would She'd be in there or Arizona, like, totally. peppy. She hates the pep, the blonde, yes. happy. Okay, I can't believe it, but we're at our last clip. Are you joking? I no. thought we had a thousand. And in, and we still in some ways do. And we still. But in other ways, we do just ways, have one do. left. <laughs> um, and it, it is the teeniest teen of all. Mm-hmm. Say it with me. It's Demi Lovato. <laughs> I promised I wouldn't scream. I wouldn't get the mics up. The mics up. Isn't that what Demi, it's called? Get the mics up. Demi is a case that I just can't stop thinking about. I think about here's, it. I think about deal. it all the time. Demi tried to claw her own damn eyes out. Mm-hmm. And they think she's crazy. They think she's schizophrenic. Paranoid schizophrenic. But instead what she is, is she has a little hole inside her ear, which mm-hmm. means she can hear all the sounds going on inside her body. And that's kind of driving her nuts. And so she's clawing. So this is, this is the scene where she first, where we meet Demi. Whose name is Haley for the, but but it's Demi, but it's called, so she's Haley. (laughs) Um, Demi apparently dating Mike from The Bachelorette. I did not know that. You're not a Bachelor Nation. I'm not. I, the episodes are too long. That's That's really how I feel. That's really true. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. It's okay. Haley, honey, the doctors are going to help you. You paid surgery? Haley May, 16, diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic, tried to claw her eyes out. I need you to clear her before I can take her up to psych. She tried to claw her eyes out. We try to keep her safe. She's on every med in the book, but she doesn't eat, she doesn't sleep. The slightest thing sets her off, talking even, so we're having her committed. We explained to her that they were coming to get her to try and help. We turned our back for a minute, just for one minute. Oh my God. Haley? That's lorazepam in there. I swear to God, I'll do it. No, baby, please don't. You don't believe me. Nobody does. So no, I swear to God, I'll stab myself. Haley, I'm Dr. Karev. Alex, I need you to put that down. It would kill me, right? If I stuck this in my heart, it would kill me, right? You don't want to do that, Haley. Because there's drugs in here, I would die, right? Trust me. I can help you. I'm not crazy. I know. I believe you. Everyone outside thinks you're crazy, but something's going on inside, and none of us understand. So we need to figure out what that is, and the only way we can do that is if you put that down and let me run some tests. Okay? You promise? Yes. Just put it down. One of the coolest things I think about Demi Lovato's acting style is that it's bad. (laughs) Like what she's doing in this scene, like absolutely incredibly bad. I had actually no idea where you were going there. I really didn't know. Although I do know I I was Wait, you guys, Demi Lovato is actually here. (laughs) She's actually doing this. I'm a huge Demi fan, but this is not her best work. And I, some could even say I, it's her worst. 
I was scene in particular is just the worst of the episode. I was expecting to see bangs on her when we turned on the episode. Oh, sure. Because I just remember her. Well, I recently we rewatched Camp Rock. A little louder. Sorry, I don't think. Okay, I I recently (laughs) rewatched Camp Rock. Well, of course, because the, the background of your phone is, is Joe Jonas. I'm going through a thing. Camp Rockers, yeah. I'm going through a thing. It's fine. It'll be over soon. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's fun to go through phases, even at this point in life. But yeah, and she had the classic Demi Lovato bangs. Um, and yeah. The really good bangs. The I Anne remember Hathaway's. it being a big deal when she was like. I don't need the bangs anymore. I'm not Disney Channel. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. going to say when she was on this episode, but also that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I mean, 100%. This, I don't this remember is a real like, the... debut into like, I don't do Disney anymore. I do Disney owned <laughs> ABC shows. I don't do Disney anymore. Yeah. But technically I do because Disney is everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ABC for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love this. I love this case because it's just bonkers. And like, it just it's one of those cases where you're just like, oh, my God. Like, what if that was that's that sounds awful. And I and the resolution is very similar to the one with the girl with the heart thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Krev solves it and no one believes him and he, like, does it yes. so good. I was just watching, like, a... Um, God, I've been skipping all over the place to, like, catch up and watch ep- episodes for this and then I'll, I'm on season... Whatever. I never know where I am, but I was watching an episode from, I think, season 13... Where he's like put in the clinic because he's like on probation or something. And he like tells a girl that she has the flu when she doesn't have the flu or like, no. Okay. Yeah. Actually, cut that out. <laughs> this happened in the season like one. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And he's like, I don't care, whatever. Like, you have the flu. Goodbye. And then like she ends up like having a serious condition. Yeah. And then like how much he develops to then be like, don't bring her upstairs. Like, I will find out what is wrong with you. It's so good. His development is great, even if I can't remember what way it goes in. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how many teens we have witnessed. Some of them lived. One of them died. Oh, God. But they all are teens. They all are teens, and they will always be teens or people that were teens. That's so true. (laughs) I, yeah. I am so glad that you did this episode, and it also feels so weird to me that, like, it feels like there's still so many more teen cases. I was panicking because like when I was looking through the wiki, there were so many more I could have chosen. Yeah. So if we didn't pick your faves, yeah, comment below. Pick- <laughs> yeah, comment comment down below on this video if you <laughs> if we didn't pick your va- faves. Um, thank you so much for doing this podcast thank episode. You definitely are going to have to come back and we're going to have to talk about, I don't know, if you're still going through your teen phase, we'll talk about more teens. But yeah, probably. who knows what phase you'll be going through then. Who knows? I'll keep you updated if Joe Jonas is still my phone background. Yeah, I mean, the, the listeners got to know. That's a in segment. The, in the main, in the meantime, see, this is kind of what I'm talking about, like words wise. In the meantime, um, <laughs> where can people find you? Um, I'm on everything at Ariel Gitlin. And um, I host a show at Union Hall. Yes. Called We Love You. And it's very fun. And I think it will have just happened probably when this comes out. But there perfect. will be another one. So follow me and I'll that. tell you when to come. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you for another episode next week. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.